Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're in the 10th chapter of Mark and focusing on verses 13 through 16. You've probably heard the term childlike faith, and this passage is certainly about that. Jesus rebukes his disciples for keeping children from approaching him. After all, Jesus was very important and very busy and didn't have time for the distractions of a child's attention, right? Wrong, according to Jesus. But beyond the rebuke, Jesus also teaches a lesson about faith and those who populate the kingdom of God. So what does childlike faith mean? Is it a biblical term? Is it required for salvation? These are all very important questions that Pastor Jim will answer as we listen in this week. Here is today's slice of the sermon entitled, Faith Like Children. And notice the emphasis. This is necessary to enter the kingdom of God. There will be no one in the kingdom who gets there any other way than to be such as these. No one with any other attitude will get there. Secondly, such as these tells us those little children possess the kingdom. I mean, let that, let that flip-flop for you because it works both ways. This is one of several texts in the Bible that points toward a spectacular facet of God's grace. The Lord's statement here has no qualifications or conditions or restrictions. You've got to come just like these who possess the kingdom. Jesus did not say that that applies only to the children of faithful Jews, only to those who are circumcised. He does not mention the elect children. Uh, He does not say it's only to those infants that were present on that particular occasion. The Greek word toyutan, such as these, means that Jesus was referring to all those who are unable to believe savingly in a saving fashion because they've not reached the point of personal accountability. And Jesus takes these children and He blesses them. Now, go home this afternoon if you want. Read all the way through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you will find that Jesus never pronounces blessing on people who are outside of His kingdom. That's amazing. Babies, before they reach the age when they are able to understand good and evil and therefore to believe or to reject, and that that stage varies from child to child. I'm not going to give you a formula for it. But they are under God's gracious, special care. Now, if a child dies before that time, when he or she is accountable, their soul will go to heaven. If they die once they're past that point, God will hold them responsible if they fail to repent and believe the gospel. Now, this needs a little thought. So, sorry to interrupt. Think with me. 
the comforting truth that young children who die will go to heaven does not mean those children are not sinners, even though they may not have yet consciously chosen to sin. The Bible is very clear that every human since Adam and Eve has been born a sinner, inheriting Adam's sinful nature, which he passed on to all of his descendants. So we're not saying that these children are not sinners. David wrote in Psalm 51, verse 5, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity. I was born a sinner. In sin, my mother conceived me. I didn't have any chance but to be a sinner because my mother was a sinner, my father was a sinner. Of course, I'm a sinner. Psalm 58, verse 3, The wicked are estranged from the womb. You enter this world estranged from God. You are a a sinner. Proverbs 22, verse 15 puts it this way, Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of discipline will remove it from him. So keep thinking. The fact that babies can die proves the reality that they are not morally neutral. There is a heresy that teaches that. It's a a position called Pelagianism. It was a heresy condemned in the year uh, 418. Uh, It has modern cousins in the form of semi-Pelagianism and Arminianism, which say that babies are born morally neutral. That's also the position of the the Roman Catholic Church. It's a nice theory, and it really fits our sensibilities. The problem is it's absolutely contradicted by the Scriptures. Death results from sin. So the fact that babies can die is experiential evidence that demonstrates they are indeed born sinners. Another proof that they're born sinners is how they turn out. They grow up to be full-blown sinners. In 1 Kings 8.46, Solomon says this, There is no man who does not sin. Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 7.20, Indeed, there is not a righteous man on earth who continually does good and who never sins. Jeremiah 17.9 famously says, The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? And then there's Paul's New Testament summary of it concerning the entire human race. Romans 3.10-12 through 12, There is none righteous, not even one. There is none who understands. There is none who seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become useless. There is none who does good. There is not even one. So, keep thinking. Sinfulness is not a condition that you enter when you sin. You are born into a condition that causes you to do evil, causes you to sin. In other words, people are not sinners because they sin. They sin because they are sinners. So babies and young children whom Jesus says belong to His kingdom, they belong to His kingdom solely by His grace. Now keep thinking. I expect to see some light bulbs go on over a few heads this morning. It is not true 
that when children are born, they possess eternal life and then they lose it once they reach the point of accountability. Because eternal life, by definition, can't be less than eternal. I constantly say there's no such thing as temporary eternal life. I could give you a whole fleet of scriptures. You can look them up on your own if you'd like. Here's the deal. God holds them in a condition of grace until they reach the age that they become accountable before Him. This is a temporary, conditional grace. It becomes eternal for those who die before they become accountable. The Bible teaches that those who die before they become accountable are viewed as innocent in the sight of God by His grace. It's like when we are justified. We, we don't, it doesn't erase our unrighteousness. We're declared righteous in Christ. They are declared innocent by God's grace. Jeremiah chapter 19 verses 4 through 5 refers to children who were sacrificed to the false god Baal as innocent. When God is recounting Israel's spiritual unfaithfulness, even to the point that some of them had sacrificed children to the false god Molech, or sometimes called Moloch, He makes this amazing statement in Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 21. This is indicting Israel, and He says, You slaughtered my children and offered them up to idols by causing them to pass through the fire. Isn't it interesting? God doesn't say you sacrificed your children. You sacrificed my children. He counted them as His in spite of the despicable, indescribable wickedness and spiritual idolatry of their parents. Then there's Job. You know what happened to Job. Oh, awful stuff. He understood that the grace of God extends to those who die before reaching the point where they're accountable. He was suffering so intensely, he actually cried out that he wished he had been miscarried or stillborn so that he could be at rest with the Lord. It's in Job 3. Let me just read you seven verses there. Job 3, 11 through 17. Now, it's poetry in the Hebrew, so there's parallel sentences here, but you'll get the gist of it. He says, Why did I not die at birth? Come forth from the womb and expire. Why didn't I die at, right at childbirth or even before that? Why did the knees receive me and why the breasts that I should suck? Why did my mother even keep me alive, he says. For now, I would have lain down and been quiet. I would have slept with them. I would have been at rest with kings and with counselors of the earth who rebuilt ruins for themselves or with princes who had gold who were filling their houses with silver. Or like a miscarriage which is discarded, I would not be... As infants that never saw light, there the wicked cease from raging, there the weary are at rest. It hurts so bad. He said, why couldn't I have just died before I grew up to face this? Well, then there's the clearest passage on the fact that those who die before they reach accountability actually go to be with the Lord. That's in 2 Samuel chapter 12. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.